It came from Gen X. Hey everybody, welcome to the House of Lunacy, also known as It Came From Gen X. All three of the fellows in the house tonight, sporting colors. If you would, it is football Thursday in the NFL. I am Keith Porter along with Brian Fisher, Michael Skinner, known as Porter House Fishbone and Skinbone. What is going on, fellas? Yeah, that, that means you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for him, and he's waiting for me, I think. Yeah, I know. Stop, stop being polite, okay? <laughs> yeah, I got gotcha. you. Uh, things are going well. I appreciate you guys holding down the fort last week. Uh, unfortunate uh, passing <clears throat> in Marcy's family we um, had to deal with, and um, we put her to rest on uh, Friday last week. And um, family's doing okay. Everybody's well. And uh, it's a new week. Wake up alive. Thank the good Lord every day for that. So that's good. But you know, you don't ever have to thank us for that. Uh, you know, we are about family first. We are family. So that wasn't even a thought. Fish and I held the fort down pretty good, but we certainly missed you. Um, well, you know, it, well, yeah, I missed you. Fish didn't. He, he made it a point <laughs> to say that, but I did. I missed. I don't know why, but I did. <laughs> Fishbowl, what's going on, man? Hey, how are you, man? So I've uh, last Monday, Keith. I mean, I I was uh, well. I, I was still getting over COVID, so I'm still I'm okay now. Continue to get better. I still a little slight lingering of stuff, but I'm back out in public. No, no adverse uh, you know reactions or symptoms and stuff like that. And last Saturday, you know, we celebrated our one year anniversary. My other podcast, the Convincing Idiots at Ignite Brewing Company. So that was a great time down there. So. A lot of fun, good support. So overall, good week, good weekend. So, how are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good. You know, uh, it's, it's been a rough week for me. Lost a, a friend. Um, he was a phenomenal drummer, someone I looked up to. Uh, he meant a lot to me in my career coming up. Uh, we spent a lot of time hanging out together, and uh, he passed away the other night. Uh, and I'm still pretty, pretty in shock over that, but. Uh, just yeah, send our condolences out to Tim Simmelsberger's family. Um, real hard stuff. I met him when he played drums for our uh, Timmy Owens in U.S. Metal. And, uh, yeah, that's a hard one to deal with. But uh, other than that, I'm doing pretty good, guys. We uh, we got a lot of great stuff to talk about today. Uh, it's not that it's a lot. It's just that the the, the quality of it is, is, is heavy. Um, so. We'll, we'll cut the chit-chat and kind of move into some stuff. You guys are sporting your Cleveland Brown stuff tonight. That's fine. Go right ahead. You see what I'm wearing, baby. That's right. Coming out of the basement. Come out wearing, of the basement. I ain't wearing browns, but I'm wearing uh, Mr. Burns. But you got the colors on. I see that's that's the, kind of the colors, yeah. yeah yes, so. yes. Yep. No, that's right. That is Burns. Okay. I, yeah, Mr. Burns is uh, Dracula from the uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Peyton got this for me a while back, and he says, excellent. Yes, absolutely. You could mistake that for a Pittsburgh Steelers outfit, you know, how old they all are. Uh, it looks, looks kind of like a Ben Roethlisberger. Watch sort. your mouth. Mm. Watch your yeah. mouth. Okay. <laughs> okay, fellas. Um, thank you to all of our listeners who have been enjoying the show. I know for a fact that we picked up a few this week um, that they talked to me. They, they wanted to know they subscribed uh, even just today. And I just want to say thank you to all of our new listeners. And um, 
for those of you who are new, Skinner, our official is going to tell you where to find us. Yeah, real quick. Thank you, sir. So you might be listening to us on WMVU.org, Global Internet Radio, Mondays from 78 p.m. Eastern. Pull up the site, hit play uh, live, and then you'll hear us there every Monday, 7 to 8. You can listen to us whenever you want to for free on your favorite uh, podcast platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, now on uh, other platforms as well. So check us out whenever you wish. If you do listen to us on podcasts, Give us a subscribe and a rating if you're on Apple. It helps others find the show. Uh, all show information can be found on our Linktree account. And it came from Gen X Linktree. Just Google that. Find our page. Uh, and Links to all of our social media accounts are there. And our website. Everything's on our website. That's the main place to go these days. It came from Gen X, all one word, dot wordpress, one word, dot com. All show information is there. Links to everything. All episodes linked there. Uh, YouTube videos are linked through there. Show information. Everything is there. If you are enjoying the show and, uh, you know, want to throw us a couple of bucks to get uh, Keith a new microphone and maybe technology lessons, perhaps, or something like that, uh, you know, uh, we do have a Patreon account. Uh, you can find that through our website as well. If you want to throw a couple bucks our way as a thank you or whatever. Don't have to do that, but if you do, that's where you go. Thank you so much for your support. Tell a friend and keep on listening. We appreciate it. Thank you. We appreciate it. Definitely. Um, Certainly want to say hi to our listeners in Germany and our listeners in Ireland. You are so, so welcome. And we are excited about you listening to the show. Also, Keith, I want to, I want to add, I'm so sorry. We've noticed as well. We've seen a few more listens from the United Kingdom. Also, creeping up a little bit here so if you're listening to us in the yes in the uk thank you yes we say hello and uh thank you for your support oh no this is united kingdom over uh yeah so uh welcome and i will be kidding like the show and keep on listening and tell some of our fellow british british friends over there so across the pond if you will keith no, you yes. guys know me you know i'm, I'm a proud american but I'm all about uh, uh, brotherhood, sisterhood. I mean, we're just all people, you know. And um, absolutely, I, I'm, I'm all about us good ones trying to squash out the bad. So we welcome everybody. We are, we are uniting the globe, Keith. Yes, that's what that's, that's what that's, we're that's, doing. That's what we're trying to do. That's what we're here. doing. It came from that's Gen right. X. This is a show about life through eyes yes. of Gen Xers. We're not here just to make fun of millennials, but we have to laugh at ourselves a little bit and look at the dichotomy between the two. Um, we hope that you really, really get something out of the show. Hope you laugh. Hope you learn. And feel free to get in touch with us and comment, if you will. We don't mind reading anything anyone has to say on the show. Uh, we're not politically correct. And with that being said, uh, I want to continue my uh, my uh, series on customer service here. Good or bad, we have been pointing out uh, extreme customer service throughout the uh, our, our area, uh, Northeast Ohio is where we dwell, but uh, we've come across some extraordinary bad places, some extraordinary good places, and we pointed them out. Tonight, I want to highlight uh, somebody very, very special to me over the last uh, eight months or so. Um, her name is Felicia Kelly, a um, physician's assistant at Family Medical at City Hospital. 
Uh, I only dealt with her through the phone when COVID started. Um, actually, it's been going on for a year and a half, close two years now, um, and I never got to meet her. And she was really sweet, very thorough, but she was always very, very personal. She remembered things that were going on in my life, my family. She always asked about the show, totally remembered the show. And um, when things start to lighten up, I got to have some business and actually to meet her in person. Uh, but this is an outstanding um, individual who makes going to the doctor fun if there's a, a such thing. Um, not only is she as, as as kind and sweet as they can be, but she is very, very professional. She has made a huge difference in my life. And uh, her and the entire staff at Family uh, Medical Center at City Hospital, I just wanted to make sure that I gave them um, some kudos for their effort, uh, especially Felicia Kelly, someone very, very special uh, to me. And I want to thank her for taking care of your boy. So shout out to her. Okay, guys. Wow. It gets heavy tonight a little bit. Okay. Skinner, world news, take it away. All right, fellas. Uh, first story I have is a Southern Indiana family uh, brought their four and five year old um, to a Walgreens location. Unfortunately, what uh, the family thought was the flu shots ended up being an adult dose of COVID 19 shots. Walgreens employee called and uh, called the family. By phone after leaving the facility to advise of the uh, mistake. Well, uh, let's see. The minimum age is 12 years old right now for COVID-19. And the dosage for them is one-third of an adult dose of COVID-19 shot. So they injected a full dose of adult strength, Pfizer, Johnson, Johnson, whatever it is, into these four- and five-year-olds. Um, what they're saying is that the, both children are currently experiencing uh, heart conditions. One child is experiencing high blood pressure, and the other is experiencing tachycardia. If you're not sure, familiar with what tachycardia is, it's a heart rate that exceeds 100 beats per minute. So for a young child, that's very, very serious. And my thoughts and prayers go out to that family. <clears throat> my question I have for you, gentlemen, is with today's technology, especially in the medical field, how are we still having so much human error? And it's not just little things here and there. This is a big, huge mistake. Uh, two little children that could very well could have lost their lives because of the uh, mistake of one person. I don't know what the answer is to avoid this from happening in the future other than people are not paying attention doing their jobs. Is that what it is? Kind of, I want to have your guys. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, just again, I it's obviously I was not at that particular Walgreens, but I was at a local Walgreens recently to get a flu shot uh, myself that I scheduled ahead of time. And just using that as maybe a comparison, these young folks are in there and they were hustling and bustling. I mean, they they were hopping. I mean, there were people coming up to the window. I mean, they, I don't know if they were short-staffed or not, but all these young folks were running around there trying. They were polite. They let me know I was there. So actually, I would say they, you know, they gave me actually good customer service too, Keith, at the Walgreens and Barberton on Worcester, Worcester Road there. Okay, so very polite, obviously very busy. They let me know I would. They they saw me. They you know they, but I could tell that they were stressed out. Right. So I maybe that's something. You know, if if you're talking the general worker shortage that we've been talking about, 
on the show here and also still making a lot of news. I don't know that's for sure, but I'm sure that perhaps it's a factor and people are just so daggone busy and maybe overworked that you, if you're not careful, you could have a lapse in, you know, you could be a little careless and make a serious mistake like this. So again, I don't know what's happened there exactly. All I'm saying is that when I compare that small window when I was in Walgreens, even the last couple of times, frankly, it just is folks are clearly running around that store, doing different things, working different areas. And the pharmacy in particular was extremely busy. So maybe it's a factor there too. Keith, what do you think? Yeah. Well, I'm going to put a little bit on both sides of the scale. Um, I, have, I have two questions. First of all, you don't have to answer right now because I don't know if you even know the answer. Scanner. The first one is, how did they find out? I'm curious how that all came about. And two, are these they called, parents? Right? Skinner, they called, you said, right? They called. Well, the yeah, parents. the family got called on their way home from the facility. Oh, okay. Be, okay. So all right. Good. Told by the Walgreens workers that they made a mistake. Okay. Well, well good for them for doing that. Yeah. Um, and my second one, are these people anti-vaxxers? Or do, do they believe in the vaccine or, or not? I'm curious about that. With that being said, um, this is one of the reasons I wanted to uh, highlight Felicia Kelly and and the staff there. Uh, there are certain areas in life where I just feel that there's just no, the thinnest margin for error. And one is the medical field. Oh, yeah. Um, I think people in that field dealing with people's health, um, not just their physical health, but dealing with the emotions and, uh, of people who are sick. You have got to be beyond approach. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. um, you can't have a bad attitude and you can't be careless. I've seen it more and more in our medical field nowadays. And this is just one area where that just cannot happen. Uh, it's horrifying if you think about it, the, what these parents might be going through. As, the reason why I said they're anti-vaxxers, because if they're already paranoid about the vaccine, they don't know what to expect from day to day with their kids. And that's got to be a horrible way to live. I don't know the answers, but I want to be fair. I said I'm going to put a little bit on both sides of the scale. This made a good point. Everywhere I go in public, I try to exercise a little bit more patience because I realize the people there that are at work, they're the last ones that need crap because they're the mm -hmm. ones that at least showed up to work. True. And, and I try to admit, I, I hear people complaining in lines or whatever, and I try to say, hey, they're doing the best they can. Everybody is short staffed. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if maybe the hustle and bustle caused the confusion. Things can happen. So I, you know, I don't want to, I don't know. It's just, but it's a terrible, terrible, terrible thing that they got to make sure it never happens again. I appreciate both sides of the fence on this one, but my rebuttal to that would be is in the medical field, you can't make mistakes like this. Um, you know, this isn't just a oops. Uh, you know, you've got, I don't want to say oops. I mean, you got those that, you know, when I had surgery for my hand back there earlier, Early summer, the doctor before they put me under said, I'm working on your left hand, correct? And as soon as I answered yes, they put a big black X on my hand with the permanent marker and they also put it on my gown so they knew they were working on my left side. So they were being, you know, being thorough and being very, you know, with that. So, like I said, I don't know what did, I don't know what happened, why they made that big a mistake. But our hearts do go out to that to that family, especially those parents. They're 
watching their four and five year olds struggling uh, with an illness that they should have never had. So, <clears throat> um, um, yeah, I think I got one other thing. I'm Go sorry, ahead. when Keith when Keith got his last cleansing, I think they put a big black X just to make sure that they were. <laughs> Trying to go well, to the right area. X, nothing, yeah, never yeah. mind. I can't go there. Yeah. This is a family okay. show. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a real quick uh, update from a story that we had a couple weeks ago. And uh, I'll I'll pass the uh, microphone on to uh, Keith because he's got some pretty heavy subjects as well. Uh, did you guys hear about our, our, uh, our uh, fan favorite uh, governor in Florida, Mr. DeSantis? Uh, what he did within the last couple weeks, uh, he told California that uh, to have their ships go ahead and go around, and he'll be happy to open up their uh, ports so they can get the goods uh, transferred off of those ships. They're still having ship. They're still having problems out in L.A. with ships that have been sitting there for weeks because they can't get their cargo off of the ship. <clears throat> so yeah, he's. Uh, He's telling the companies and uh, and he's telling LA to get their sh- get their sh- I mean get their crap together, um, but he's yeah get your ships together. There you go. So kudos to him. He's trying to he's trying to be one of those that are is an answer to the problem, not causing problems. Radical cut through the through the bull and get to the, the heart of the problem. I, I'm really starting to dig this guy, man. Right. So. Yeah, so I wanted to give you guys an update on that. I had another story, but we'll save that for another time because I really want to dive into uh, the stories you fellas got coming up. Okay, all right. Well, let's get into some sports. Sports, sports, sports. sports. Okay, guys, uh, this story, when it came out, really, really, really burned me up. I spent a few days now uh, reading different angles and whatnot. You you know me, I always wanted to be fair, and I'm still burnt up. So the other night, Aaron Andrews, who uh, we know Aaron Andrews was a uh, a, a sports reporter um, at ESPN, and she came to fame uh, when she found out she was being spied on at a hotel um, and won a huge, huge lawsuit. Um, yeah, she's loaded, but she's still working, still doing her thing for Fox Sports. Well, the other day, she did uh, a report. Let me make sure I get the uh, the uh, the player who it was here because I think it'll make a difference. Anyway, she went out to a uh, to a horse ramp, if you will. Uh, Donovan, people, uh, no, that wasn't who it was. Uh, hold on, let me make sure. I just have my story here. Okay, now this is the New York Post who. Uh, I know Skinner has some love for. <laughs> okay, yeah, so Tampa sure Bay do. Buccaneer linebacker Devin White. Uh, she went out to his horse ranch to do a report, and um, she, being enthusiastic, dressed the part. She had on like you know a, a old style cowboy cowgirl shirt, if you will, uh, cowboy boots and whatnot, and she did a really nice interview. Um, I enjoyed the interview. It was great. So, you know how the... Mm. The suspense is killing us. Mm-hmm. 
Keith is reconnecting here, folks. <laughs> reconnecting with life, with him, the with universe, himself. Yeah, maybe. himself. That's great. Kind of like the That's AT&T great. commercial. He's accidentally snubbing a newborn. Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe he's coming back here. Oh, nope, he's got the big red X next to his bars. Hmm. Okay. This all is right. nothing but uh, all kinds of... Well, do you want to go over a couple things while we're waiting for uh, Keith to rejoin well, us? Let's, let's Yeah, let's see how when Keith uh, returns here a little bit here. So uh, we're making this an editing odyssey for Mike Jr. here. So let me get back to the fix the video view here. He should rejoin us here very soon. So... Uh, we did have it's so a little bit of pop culture here until Keith can return. Uh, we had an unfortunate death here, Skinner, recently here. Thelma, the, the Betty Lynn, excuse me, who played the actress Thelma Lou on the Andy Griffith show. So, you if you watch Andy Griffith, a lot of us grew up uh, watching Andy Griffith reruns. I know I did with mom. Uh, she played Barney Fife's girlfriend on the show. Uh, Long life, uh, aged 95, had a brief illness and passed away, I guess, peacefully. So rest in peace, Betty Lynn. Andy Griffith Show in general. And again, I know I, I watched it growing up with mom. Very wholesome show. One of my favorite shows as a kid growing up there. It just seemed like a very peaceful, kind place to live in a fictional town in North Carolina. It just seemed like. You know, if I could live in a small town like that, it seemed pretty, pretty daggone good. So, any thoughts on the Andy Griffith show, Skinner? Oh, I was a huge fan of it growing up. Like you said, we watched the reruns because it was before our time. Mm -hmm. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, wholesome uh, family show, uh, taught values, taught lessons, life lessons. There's comedy in it. With, anything with Don Knotts is going to have comedy. Um, Absolutely. That guy was classic but andy griffith he's one of those guys that everybody grew everybody that uh, seen him on tv had to like him there was i don't know anybody that didn't um there is a town in mayberry in north carolina um i went to a, a one of the it's called aunt b's it's an old uh diner called aunt b's from the show mm -hmm. and um Real cool place, very southern, uh, great food, had pictures of Aunt B all over the place. Uh, so, um, yeah, I, 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 huge fan of the show, huge fan of Andy Griffith, and uh, rest in peace, uh, Thelma Lou. Absolutely. So, all right, so Keith is trying to rejoin. Let me tell him that we are, I did resend a link. Let's see. So, yeah, I was going to just say with some technical difficulties. Yeah. So, let's see if we can get Keith back on here. All right. So, we resent the link. We'll see what happens. And we'll keep going with the flow. So, there we go. So, Superman. Making the the news here now. We know uh, we talked last week about Superman's uh, son, John Kent, coming out as uh, bisexual. Superman is making more news. Uh, we know Superman's mission statement had been for many many years that he fights for truth, 
Justice and the American Way, Skinner. They're changing that up in DC Comics. Uh, his new mission statement, Truth, Justice, and for a better tomorrow. Truth, Justice, and a better tomorrow. Excuse me, not for a better tomorrow. So in a press statement, the company said the decision is meant to better reflect the storylines that we're telling across DC and to honor Superman's incredible legacy of over 80 years of building a better world. In reality, Superman has followed several mantras over the decades, all of which involve variations on truth and justice as central to the iconic superhero's identity. So moving away from the American way, it's since it's sort of fallen out of favor a little bit to say, you know, fighting for the American way. Uh, so I don't know. Any thoughts on is it un-American for Superman not to be fighting for the American way, or is it just, you know, he's fighting for a better tomorrow, which is more of a broad statement, a broad mission statement, not only for America, but maybe for the world. Any thoughts on this, or could you not care less? Uh, I can look at it two ways. Is the American way so far out there that they don't, they want to segregate themselves from that? Mm -hmm. Uh, And then secondly would be, a better way for the future you know i i don't know what the answer is um there needs to be a better way for the future because certainly i don't like the way society is today or where it's going but uh, there's still the american way i don't understand how they can get away from that um whether you like the american way in 2021 or not it's still the free country the united states is still a free country and still the number one thought out country in the world so uh, yeah. mixed feelings so if i i don't know if i answered your question or not but um i certainly try no, to no i think so it's just uh, you know it's it's maybe they're speaking a little bit more of you know like you say maybe the current american way yeah, there's a lot of opportunities in america with you know how we treat each other and uh, I don't know. So I think maybe that's one reason that maybe they're moving away from that and want to build a better tomorrow and make things better in the future. You know, something along that line. So I don't have a lot of passion for it one way or the other, honestly, but I do see their perspective and certainly just simply saying he's trying to build a better tomorrow is, I mean, it doesn't bother me at all personally. So I don't know, but just interesting to see the, the continuing evolution of superman and his character and characters you know his family and all that in the comics so i don't know so okay uh on a lighter note with uh, comics new trailer for the batman movie with uh, robert pattinson came out uh recently i i was not thrilled to hear that robert i mean nothing against the actor i just had a hard time trying to envision him as bruce wayne and that character but I got to tell you, every time I see a new trailer and this new one, uh, you know, especially, I am more and more intrigued for this movie. So it tells the story of, I think, the Batman's first or second year when he's out fighting crime. I think they sort of said it's just sort of going to take a place in a different, you know, it may not be an R Batman universe, if you will, but it's a Batman story, a Batman universe. Uh, it does fight the Penguin and some of the uh, well-known characters in this, but. I don't know. I, I'm interested. I mean, I, I think I'm going to, again, it was uh, lukewarm at first, but seeing this, definitely intriguing. 
Have you seen these trailers? Are you interested? Do you not care uh, anything about the Batman movie coming? I think it comes out uh, in 2022. I haven't seen the trailers, uh, but I'm definitely interested to see where they're going to go with this one. Um, I've seen all the Batman movies from the beginning, and my favorite, I have to say, is Dark Knight series. I thought Christian Bale was absolutely perfect for the part. Um, You know, and then, um, um, oh man, the Joker. Oh, I'm sorry. Rest in peace, my man. Heath Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. There's never going to be another Joker like Heath Ledger was. Um, The guy was absolutely phenomenal. And the stories were great. So yeah, I'm not going to miss this. I'm going to have to watch the trailers and I I will definitely maybe that'll be a night that you and I go out to the Highland Theater and go watch it. uh, Because that's definitely going to be one that I'm going to see. Absolutely. Okay, very good. Yeah, check it out when you get a chance. the, uh, the, The Batman trailer. Okay. Uh, yeah, I had a thing about Dave Chappelle. We'll wait till we get Keith back on the line for to talk about that a little bit here. Uh, I watched. Do you watch the America's Got Talent show, Skinner? Do you watch any of those? Used to watch it with the, Ashley, but I haven't watched it in a couple of years now. Okay. Yeah, we had a poor guy that uh, uh, there's a new America's Got Talent Extreme. Uh. Every time I see some of these stunt performers on the show, some of these guys at least appear that they're pretty close to getting seriously hurt. Some guy did get hurt and had to undergo uh, surgery and remain in critical condition in the, in the trauma ward. He got hurt on the show. So they paused the shooting of uh, America's Got Talent Extreme. Uh, he's okay. I think he's, he's going to recover and all of that. but. Uh, kind of a, a scary recent experience so he uh he was strapped in a straitjacket, suspended in the air with two cars on each side of him rigged to crash into each other and he freed and hooked himself but he fell onto the airbag below the timing was off and he was sandwiched between the vehicles and it set off a rigged explosive so he's lucky to get out of there alive it sounds like so i don't know so I guess the question is, is, I mean, is that just, you know, part of the risk you take? Should these guys be on these shows taking risks like that? Should these shows encourage stunt performers like that? Or it's just sort of, you know, comes with the territory if you're going to put yourself out there at risk that uh, sometimes these things can happen like that. So any thoughts on stunts on these live shows? Um well, kind of I th- me back to Evil Knievel a little bit there from our, our you know, we were right. kids and everything like that. So go ahead. Well, I think there's always going to be a market for that kind of stuff. Magicians, mm-hmm. uh, stunts, stunt guys and stunt gals. Um, I don't see that ever going away. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing it on live television, though, that <laughs> it might cease. Uh, you know, they um, do a delay on even shows that are doing uh, uh, award shows. They're doing delays in it, so I could see that definitely happening. Yeah. Um, but uh, you were asking. Uh, I hadn't seen the show in a couple of years, and I know the stunts usually don't make it past the first couple of rounds in that show. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I have seen some good stunts, and that one certainly would be uh, one to um, 
probably going to the once people find out about it, they're going to the ratings for that particular show is going to go through the roof. Yeah, very well, might. It's yeah. like a train wreck. You can't stop watching, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like this show. I don't like, like this show. show thanks yeah, to our uh, our our third party here that uh, can't seem to get his computer or his microphone or now internet. Are you there, Mister Porter? I think he's here in spirit now. All right. So, take it, Keith. If you unless you unless you uh, agree, I mean, if you agree, you're not going to say a word. That again, Ben Roethlisberger should immediately retire uh, or be benched promptly. So if you if if you if you disagree, if you disagree, now's the time to speak up and say something. So if yeah, okay. So obviously still Keith having some. That, yep, it is crazy. All right, it he's having crazy, some difficulties right. still, unfortunately, fo- folks. Yeah, and we yep. apologize for this, but uh, the show must go on, right? That's right. Ra- that's right. <laughs> uh. Well, Recent I should probably movies. go ahead, please. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. I finally got around to watching the new James Bond. So Allie and I went last evening, saw the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die, which is uh, which closes out the the Bond stint of Daniel Craig. Have you seen this yet, Skinner? Are you interested in Bond still? Are you going to go check this one out yet? Or yeah, yeah. yeah I'm uh, sorry. I'm looking at Keith is just dismayed there. We can see his video, but he can't hear us or. Um, we can't hear him. Yeah. Um, I, I want to see it. Um, I saw that you did see it. I've heard mm-hmm. good and bad on both sides of the spectrum. I've heard really awful, and I've heard people that really enjoyed it. So I'll yeah. hold judgment for uh, when I see it. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely going to see it. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're a Daniel Craig as Bond fan, you got to go see it to to close out the the storyline and. His stint was unique to all the other ones. I, I was kind of reading out some articles about this, and I had to reflect on it. And it really is true. Any any of these guys that did multiple Bond movies, uh, most of those movies, you had Connery, you had certainly Roger Moore, obviously Daniel Craig, Pierce Brosnan, and then you had a couple from Timothy Dalton. Most of the movies didn't really spring together at all. It was just very, it was standalone movies. You had some common themes as far as obviously the characters and Money Penny and M and things like that and Bond going out on missions and all that type of stuff. But it was very little storyline that strung together through the entire series. There was a little bit with uh, Teresa Bond, uh, James Bond's wife, that uh, George Lazenby married and was uh, was uh, killed tragically in Honor Majesty's Secret Service. They brought her up a few times throughout the movies that Bond had a wife and, and this and that, you know, like Roger Moore plays flowers on her grave in another movie mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, but Daniel Craig's movies, all the movies, it was definitely one big story that, you know, he took you through his journey as James Bond from when he started out in the first one, when they rebooted it all the way through this one. And let's say, I won't get into a spoiler and all that, but yeah, they definitely closed out his story without question, and they can really take the franchise into different directions uh, from the end of his story here. So uh, some people were, again, I won't get into it to spoil it, but like I said, right. they could definitely go in different directions. So that was one thing about his storyline that I thought was very interesting with this is the fact that, you know, his 
you can watch any singular movie and be fine. But if you watch mm-hmm. all his movies, it definitely does tell a complete story of uh, of James Bond as Daniel Craig. So, any thoughts on Daniel Craig as James Bond? Is he one of your favorites? Is he, uh, you know, are you more of a Connery or or Roger Moore guy? Or any uh, thoughts yeah, on we Daniel Craig? Yeah, we talked a little bit about that previous weeks when you had mentioned that the movie was even coming out. Yeah. Um, I like uh, Daniel Craig better than Roger Moore. I'm not a Roger Moore fan at all. Mm. Um, Sean Connery is Sean Connery, and there'll never be another one. Uh, in my opinion, Pierce Brosnan was okay. Just okay. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, I think I heard somebody say they're back. But um, yeah, Roger Moore, I think, is uh, probably up there with number two to me with uh, behind Sean Connery as far as the, the Bond guys. Okay, very good. Keith, uh, can you hear us again, sir? Yeah, he's Keith? not back. Nope. 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 Okay. We're going to, we're going to, can you, you can hear us. We really cannot hear you, sir. All right. Okay. Uh, one thing I thought was interesting, I know we, you and I, well, all three of us here really are definitely heavy metal fans. We are. Uh, I know that we, you know, we, we like uh, many, many bands. Uh, Black Sabbath, Skinner, is that one of your favorites? Is that fair to say? Oh, yeah. Yep. Black Sabbath is one of the good ones. I just thought this was interesting here. So there was a newly discovered eel-like creature that slithered, slithered excuse me, across the seas 460 million years ago and the scientists who named it named it after Tony Iommi, the guitar player from Black Sabbath. So it's the I'm going to mispronounce it completely, but Drepanositis Iommi. It was found near a Russian river by a team of Scandinavian scientists who happened to be metal fans as well. So they say it was a great way of honoring one of the greatest guitarists in the world and one of the greatest bands in the world. And I think that was interesting is he's actually not the only heavy metal artist who uh, a fossil is named after. Previous finds have been named after Lemmy Kilmeister from Motorhead and King Diamond, a Danish rock so no kidding. Famous uh, artists that we grew. I thought that was pretty cool. So, uh, scientists, metalheads naming fossils after heavy metal icons. So, pretty cool. That is cool, and that's a, really that's a high honor to be you know for uh, to be. Black Sabbath is not always up there as the most iconic bands, you know. Mm-hmm. To the general public, to us metalheads, yeah, they're the forefront. They're the ones that started uh, what we know today as heavy metal. So, um, yeah, congratulations to him and uh, kudos to those that uh, you know was a part of that. Yeah, many ways to be immortalized. Yeah, very many good ways. Certainly, uh, uh, definitely positive ways. But that is a very cool, unique way to be forever. I guess fossilized, if you will, by having actual fossils that's, named after you, after the actual creatures. So. That's a good way to put it. Fossilized, yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. All right, so Skinner, we got uh, you know, Halloween is coming up. I know you're having a get together at your place, uh, you know that that weekend. So, um, you know, I know you're looking forward to that and uh, various Halloween and other festivities and everything. Any particular Halloween movie that you watch every year that is something that, uh, or not so much? No, not really. I, I like the Halloween series. I see that the uh, Halloween Dies is coming out, and uh, our producer extraordinaire, who happens to be my son, um, mm-hmm. said he loved it. So, um, have you seen it? You plan on seeing it? Um, I've not seen Halloween. Kind of throw it's it just- back at you. No, that's all right. This is uh, the Halloween dies is next year. This is the that's the that completes the trilogy, uh, the new trilogy of uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. This one's Halloween Kills. Yeah, that just came out on the sixteenth um, in theaters and streaming on Peacock uh, Premium. You can watch right. it there. I've not seen it yet. I, I've heard some fun things about it, so I would definitely go see it. I, I saw the twenty eighteen. And when she came back, as Laurie Stroud, Jamie Lee Curtis is Laurie Stroud, mm-hmm. uh, grown up and. Continuing the storyline, I like the fact that they just picked it up from Halloween 2 from the late 70s and just kind of, you know, bypassed right. all these crazy Michael Myers movies throughout the years uh, and just kind of picked it up there with Laurie Stroud. So it's targeting okay. It's making some decent money. They're going to complete that out next year. So, uh, yeah, definitely plan to go check that out. And another thing I wanted to mention was on Netflix, uh, the very cool series. Uh, the movies that made us. So if you've seen these before, if you haven't, check it. If you're a movie fan, uh, very interesting episodes, and they go back behind the scenes. They interview directors, actors, producers, and people that were involved in making some of the uh, you know, many different favorite movies. A lot that we grew up with in the Gen X, like you know, there's episodes on Back to the Future and, and Ghostbusters and some fun ones. But they have a new season that just started on Netflix. That includes the some of the classic horror movies that we grew up with in the uh, in the late seventies and eighties. The original okay. Halloween gives a story behind that. Nightmare right. on Elm Street, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, and some others. So go, we'll we'll check out Halloween Kills. We'll talk about that, and then go check out the movies that made us on Netflix. Very interesting. If you like those movies, it's just very interesting to see how these guys ran around and got funding for these things. A lot of them had very little experience, but somehow they strung together, got these movies out there that made a ton, and in many respects, created quite the horror franchise for the respective studios. So, yeah, you talk about them that uh, series, the movies that made us. This brought reminds me of that uh, series that was on Disney Plus or Disney, uh, the the behind the scenes on how Star Wars became Star Wars. Yes. Did you see that uh, special? It was about a two or three hour special that uh, they have on there. Absolutely fascinating. Um, so if that show on Netflix that you're referring to is anything like that, I'll be interested to check it out. I, I don't think I've seen that one. Uh, I will. I will definitely go look for that. I did see some of the behind the scenes of the Mandalorian that's on there as mm-hmm. well. Those are those are very good too. But yeah, I'm just a big fan of all that stuff there. It's it's just you know the what folks have to go through to get some of these movies out there is really, right. you know, pretty incredible story. So. Well, the great thing about star Wars is, you know, that he had all three, uh, all three stories written, but when they made the first movie, uh, the play script, he only, he only did it on 
New Hope, and that was it. He had the other two back in his pocket because he knew what if it take takes off, which it did, that he was going. He's in. Uh, he's going to make some serious money because he funded the first one pretty much all to himself. There, the I think it was Paramount. I'm or I'm trying to remember which one it was that backed out halfway through the uh, taping of the or the production of the first movie. So, if I find the the actual uh, show that I'm referring to, I'll certainly send that out and. Maybe next week's show, I'll announce that as well. But it was a really cool. If you're a Star Wars fan like we are, from the, especially the from the early trilogies, it's definitely something to watch. It gives you a new, whole new perspective on the Star Wars uh, product. Okay, yeah, very good. Definitely check that out. All right. Well, it looks like uh, Mr. Porter is just uh, not going to be able to reconnect with us. Uh, Unfortunately. Dinner, so. Yeah, so I know we had a couple of interesting topics here that we'll save uh, until right. uh, until next week when we can uh, reconvene. Hopefully, we have uh, less uh, technical uh, difficulties. So yeah, let's hope. Uh, yeah, because I haven't even announced my technical difficulty. The audio was not recording for the first uh, twelve minutes of our show. So <laughs> our uh, producer, which we shout out, Michael Skinner Jr. Thank you for all you do. He's yes. going to have fun with us uh, in this show this week, uh, trying to make this thing sound the way he normally makes it sound. Another shout out to uh, Christophus Dominic from uh, WMVU yes. um, and all them folks at that uh, radio station, uh, Internet Radio, and um, to our families, most importantly, that put up with our shenanigans while we do this. Um, it's uh, something I look forward to every week. And uh, missing last week was. Uh, was tough, uh, tough for the reasons, uh, but I couldn't be anywhere else but by the side with the family with uh, the loss of uh, Pam. Um, she was a stage four breast cancer survivor of 15 oh, years. Wow. Hmm. Um, she had cancer in both her breasts and uh, beat it. Um, wow. Unfortunately, this time around, cancer kicked her butt, uh, and I'm not trying to make light of it by any means. Uh, she ended up having stage four bladder cancer that ended up getting into her pelvic area, into oh, the bone. And it don't know how long she's been dealing with that. They just diagnosed her with it uh, about six to eight weeks ago. Um, so great thing is she's not in pain anymore, and um, family took it very well. It was a great ceremony at the you know at the celebration of life and all that for her. So. But I don't want to end the show on a on a bad note uh, by any means or a, a, a sad note. Um, so, uh, what else has got going on uh, in the pipeline? Were you able to get Mr. Porter uh, on the uh, uh, podcast for uh, convincing idiots? No, we weren't able to quite pull that off last week. So we'll we'll schedule that uh, again soon. Um, I wouldn't yeah, mind we'll doing that as well. Oh yeah, uh, we'll make absolutely we'll figure out how to make that happen. I'd love to do absolutely. It as well. Absolutely. We'll, we'll, we'll coordinate that, make that happen. So like I said, we've been doing that show for a year already. And uh, certainly between uh, this show and the football show, a couple of years already, I gave Keith a shout out on the, uh, the live event because he really was the start mm-hmm. of all this stuff here for all of us. So I, you know, I'd mentioned that, you know, him getting together with Cooper and starting the, the, the football show. Then obviously you and I came into that uh, over time right. and then, Kind of got us interested in the podcasting in general. Then we kind of, it was only on Facebook for a while. And then we evolved to getting it out there on 
podcast platforms and all that. So yeah, it's been uh, quite the journey over the past uh, couple of years with us doing all this stuff here. So, you know, I know we have fun with it. It's a good way to, for us to all to stay connected and yeah, it sure and, does. Uh, just, you know, pause for every, you know, just pause for a few minutes and just, just talk, which has been wonderful. I know for us and all our friendships and everything. So yeah, it doesn't always go our way with the technical stuff like tonight, but uh, that's right. okay. I mean, we'll just, we'll keep trying and, you know, get, get another episode out there, out there next week. So that's about all I got, sir. If you got nothing else, then we'll just end a little early and then we'll uh, hook back up with Keith and uh, let him finish up his topics uh, next week. And we got a couple of uh, things you want to discuss. Uh, in the world of sports and, and yeah, some other things a, in particular. So yeah, he had a couple uh, of interesting topics. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So I wanted to talk about the Dave Chappelle special fallout, but I want to wait till we get the three of us together and right. you know, share some views on that stuff as well. So yeah, we'll end early. We'll get back to the, uh, the Cleveland Browns game. It's happening right now on the Thursday night football and, you know, get back to it. So you want to take All us right. out, uh, sir, if nope, you don't mind? Go for it. Go ahead and finish her up. Okay, so for the uh, departed, uh, technically departed, <laughs> I should say, uh, Keith Porter right. uh, and uh, Michael Skinner here, I am Brian Fisher. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of It Came From Gen X. Uh, look for us again next week on uh, YouTube, podcast platforms, and again, WMBU.org. We thank you for your support. Stay safe strong and healthy out there everybody so tune in next week stay strong Gen X thank you and take care folks frightened by all the wine coolers I saw. I was scared I wouldn't pick the right one. Luckily I did. It was the most refreshing one of them all. Sun Country Wine Cooler. You see, Sun Country is a blend of premium white wine and real fruit juice. That's what gives it its great taste. Sun Country, say give me the real juice cooler. If you don't say Sun Country, you'd better sleep with your lights on. <laughs> This is, this is my mic keeps going out. Say something entertaining in it. Maybe it'll keep working. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm screwed. <laughs>